0: The Canadian government and the Anglican Church of Canada have recently struck a deal to share the costs of the over 12,000 lawsuits filed by Indigenous people who were abused at residential schools. The deal will force the Anglican Church to pay 30% of the settlement, amounting to over $25 million. Ottawa will pay the other 70%. Stefan Christoph reports from Montreal, Canada.
1: Residential schools bring terrible memories to many Indigenous people throughout Canada. Throughout the last century, hundreds of thousands of Indigenous children were taken from their homes and forced to attend residential schools by the Canadian government, where these children were beaten, sexually abused, and stripped of their Indigenous languages and traditional ways of life. Splitting the Sky, an Indigenous activist based in British Columbia comments on his experiences in residential schools and how these past acts of genocide affect Indigenous people today.
2: I'm one that uh, has actually lived through the the horrors of the residential school system. You had a direct government policy that called for the forced assimilation of Indian children. The way they went about doing it was compulsory horror situations. And I remember I was in this one boarding school that uh, when I started to talk uh, language with other Indian children in the school, they took needles and they stuck it right through my tongue. Just because they've closed most of the uh, residential schools across the country does not mean that there are still many thousands of people that were inside of these places that aren't still affected by the horrors that they experienced while in these schools.
1: The last residential school in Canada was closed in Kamloops, British Columbia in 1988. Indigenous activist Stuart Gonzalez-Eagleday wrote in a recent article about residential schools that, quote, The real tragedy is that approximately 100,000 Native children never made it, they were not able to survive the beating, and were murdered while attending residential schools." Many Indigenous people who survived residential schools are fighting back and are now claiming dignity in their struggle for self-determination and sovereignty. Serious poverty and malnutrition are common on Indigenous reservations throughout Canada, Ellen Gabriel, a Mohawk activist, comments on how residential schools relate to many social problems facing Indigenous people today and describes how residential schools treated Indigenous youth.
3: The initial idea behind residential schools was to make them more of a work camp. It was supposedly to help the assimilation process, but really the idea was to have cheap labour so that the Aboriginal people would be able to work in factories um, very, very cheaply, and they'd be able to read. Uh, it was more like an intention for slave labor. Many children died from very mysterious causes, and there's some graves that do not have names on them. They're just uh, unknown children who were murdered. And, of course, there's the sexual and uh, psychological abuse of them to feel dirty and ashamed of being, of being Aboriginal children. They were very damaged people.
1: As residential schools are part of a long history of the colonization of Indigenous peoples throughout the Americas, the resistance to colonization continues. Strong alliances are being built between Indigenous peoples' movements, social activists and community organizers throughout Canada in an effort to ensure that never again will Indigenous children experience similar brutality to that experienced in residential schools during the last century. This is Stéphane Christophe in Montreal for Free Speech Radio News.